Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. Where we're going live on Twitch. That's fine. All right. Three, two, one, we're live. All right. So welcome back, everyone, to uh, the cleanup crew. Uh, or whatever our intro music is. All right. So uh, where last we left off, we were fighting Beholder. Uh, there was there was lots of uh, fighting and shooting and stabbing, and Roger died, and we're moving on. Uh, so we were able to get the central eye uh, for the Beholder, or the party was. Uh, and we are continuing on the rest of this journey. So uh, I think the party has decided to continue collecting things, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Sweet. So uh, it's going to be about 24 days uh, of journeying in the Underdark. Suspenseful travel at a fast pace. Is that, Are we traveling at a fast pace? I guess we didn't talk about that. Well, I, get, I mean, we're trying to save the world, I would say, at, at least normal, if not fast. Yeah, fast should be fine. All right. So fast, there is a negative five penalty to passive wisdom perception scores, and there is no foraging allowed because you are traveling so fast. <laughs> but I think uh, Fenner was able to cast Goodberry, right? Which gets you food for 24 hours. Yeah. So you could feasibly, with Fenner's help, uh, travel at a fast pace and not really, uh, not really miss anything. Now, I I did just remember because right below the traveling pace is like the NPCs of of this adventure. Um, you are traveling with like a small army, so I I don't think uh, Goodberries is going to. You know what? We'll we'll just say they they packed lots of food. Their backpacks are full, are full and we're just going to keep on moving. So fast pace, moving on down there. It takes a month. Choo choo. Uh, all right. And so you you encountered you know some some really wild, strange things on your twenty four day journey to the south. Uh, wow. <laughs> that was crazy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You get the occasional like uh, snippy sending spell uh, from Vizarin, who's uh, apparently scrying on you and your progress, um, just kind of like urging you on and to hurry up. And what is that rabbit doing? And you know stuff like that. But eventually, as you're traveling, you make your way to popping your token. What's that rabbit doing? He's leaving scorch marks so we can follow our trail back and be faster about it. <laughs> At least once a day, Vigorn brings up that uh, you guys, you know, you, the egg that you recovered, not quite big enough, he doesn't think. And he just keeps on bringing it up at least once a day. Yeah. Are you sure you can't go back and get, you know, uh, an egg that's just like, you know, doing a little bit, a little bit bigger? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, uh, I know you got two, but maybe, maybe we just need more, you know, just to be sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just want to make an omelet. 
I mean, they're incredibly tasty. So, anyways, anyways. All right. So, traveling fast paced, uh, you do make it to, uh, you think, entering the labyrinth. Uh, let me get to a certain place with a certain thing. You called it a lab labyrinth. Where's all the lab equipment? I don't see any heirloom Meyer flasks or, or graduated cylinders. So eventually after uh, winding your way through all sorts of tunnels, there's encounters with, you know, all sorts of crazy, uh, crazy things. You find yourselves uh, entering an area, vaulted chambers bristle with stalactites on the ceiling and stalagmites on the floor, slowing your passage as you wend your way across uneven floors. Moving through a narrow passage, you enter a cavern dimly lit by phosphorescent fungi and are met by the sight of a dark metal tower perched on the edge of a cliff that drops away into darkness. The square tower. Oh, shoot. I thought it was circular. The square tower (laughs) is 20 feet on a side and 30 feet high with arrow slits on each or in each wall. A battlement crowns its top and you can see a star, a stone gargoyle peering over each side. And set in the middle of the wall facing you is a sturdy looking metal door made of the same dark material as the rest of the tower. You can see, I, I'm not sure if you can see. Hopefully everyone is, is here and has vision appropriately. Um, I don't, I'm on the wrong map. You need to reload as a player, I bet. Oh, yes, I do. You're right. <laughs> you join as a player instead of a DM. What a knucklehead. I only see Roger on the map. So. Rejoin as a player. You only <laughs> see Roger. Don't see Roger, but I see everybody else. Oh, there he is. He's hiding, hiding behind oh, the fly. He's, he's, under, he's underneath my uh, fly, Terra. And you, you said nope. you could no, no. only see Roger? Why did Roger yeah. fall the fly? I don't know why. I guess he'll die. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <sighs> um, so I like have vision. I can see a tower out here in the middle. Oh, there we go. Now I can see people. Yep. Your token. I'm going to save your token to your character sheet because uh, it seems like that's a, a reoccurring problem. And I'm going to not uh, forget about my uh, wandering bat. Hey, Roger, what is your dark vision now with the 120, 120 feet of dark vision? Yes. And see invisible and see ethereal. Oh, geez. All right. Well, I'm just going to do the dark vision, but we'll have to cover all the rest of that stuff when it is appropriate. <laughs> um, where is where is Roger Rabbit? Aha, there's your sheet. I'm just going to delete you and use this token. There you go. Save the sheet. All right. There you go. Now you should be all set. Okay. There's that that dark tower, the mysterious thing, and uh, the door. Well, we need angels and demons. Hopefully we will find one here. Or the the Armagron thing. Is this uh, the tower? Oh, and there's a door. Look at that. Labeled door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, do we see any creatures or anything in the surrounding area that looks dangerous? Make a perception check. Sure. Ooh. Roll nope. that, uh, that copyrighted D20. 
<laughs> Make sure you pay uh, uh, wizards their nickel every time you roll. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Swipe credit card here. Um, okay. So with a with a five, uh, it's it's kind of difficult to make out things just because of the phosphorescent uh, glow from the fungi. Um, it, it's casting some weird shadows. You don't see anything, Rocco. That seems okay. like it would be threatening. Okay. Rocco, what's your passive? My passive is 13. Uh, can I send my fly to, you know, kind of do like a fly, fly about to, um, I can't see through him, but he can report back to me. Sure. Yeah. All right. So he will do a fly about kind of like, you know, a drone. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, I will, uh, roll for his perception. Oh, geez. <laughs> he runs into the ceiling and then falls to the ground. Vigor, the fly sees, um, it looks like a goblin with some sort of like shoulder mounted, uh, device aimed at your drone right before it crashes. <laughs> If I see anything I can eat. Uh aside from your party, um <laughs> I mean there's there's some phosphorescent mushrooms around. There's some uh li- lichen. Um you know, there's uh, stuff like that. There's, there's no like, like edible caves, lizards, or anything around. Uh I mean sorry about that. Uh you can make a perception or investigation check. For, for edibles. All right. At a 16, uh, why don't you give yourselves, uh, give yourself a day's ration. You find a mushroom that you recognize as one of the safe ones after, you know, months down here, uh, working with your friends, they've very clearly, you actually, you pull out like a little piece of parchment that has, uh, probably Vigorn would have drawn on it, like sketches of underdark things that are like safe to eat. And so you careful Roger carefully hmm. compares the the thing, you know, with the, the parchment and yeah, this is one of the not things. red. It doesn't have the white spots. Help mm-hmm. search for food. Yeah, sure. You you find uh, an additional day's worth of rations. You find two. Just a real quick forage, you know, as you approach this dark tower. But you know, the uh, the good bears are starting to get a little old after a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't eat the uh, same thing every day. <laughs> he goes and says, "Oh, looks like you found some edible arrangements." Well, we found food, but no uh, living creatures. Maybe we should go in here see if there's any things we can discover. Yeah, we can do that. You first. <laughs> Rock is going to tentative to tentatively just quietly tap on the door, see if anything happens. Yeah, there's like an echoing. Uh, metallic ring to the the knocks um doesn't seem to be any answer you you hear the the occasional like shifting of the underdark around you but nothing from within the tower it seems quiet um brock is just gonna tug on the door it is very locked ah uh, go for oil of the tower let us in I'm going to step back for a gopher. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean? This door is locked. Well, let me come over there. As he walks by, uh, 
Finner will reach out and put a hand on his shoulder and say, you got this, buddy, and uh, give him a little guidance. We're using a sleight of hand. So, Gopher, as you approach this door, um, uh, let's see, Rocka got a five. You don't see a lock on the door. The door is definitely shut and there's like you, you kind of like pound on it and you can definitely tell that there's like a mechanism keeping it sealed, but you, you go to search for like a lock or something to pick. You don't find one. Mm. And the gargoyles on the roof. Two, doing? Mm. Oh, uh, I, that was the two worst rolls. You, you look up at the gargoyles on the roof and they are gargoyle statues on the roof. So I'm going to guess I'm gonna use mage hand and poke one of the gargoyles. Uh, right. The statue. Um, I'm looking for a height here. So I think it's more than 30. Feet. But I just want to check. Uh, let's see. So the the tower is 20 feet on a side and 30 feet high. So if you get right up to it, I can do it. Sure. So you you on this little rise over here, I might even be able to get a little higher. So yeah, yeah. there you go. I poke its foot. You you poke its foot. Nothing happens. <laughs> Roger is convinced these things are alive. You've got good reach, Roger. Mm-hmm. Well, it helps if you stretch every morning. Uh, I could have just sent my fly up there. Well. Uh, okay. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> Unless it's still dazed. Maybe see if there's an entrance on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I fly the the uh, fly up to the roof and and then uh, signal back to us if there's a uh, door uh, on the roof or if there, there's no my doors? Uh, sh- sure. Let me. Um... Sorry, I'm just uh, making a quick handout here. Hopefully this will uh, help. This is... Yeah, we'll just say this. And then everything else is here. So hopefully this this uh, shows you what no. you need to know. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, um, maybe you could send your fly in through one of those uh, arrow slits and see if it can't open the door from the inside. Yeah. Uh, how how small are it? well it's arrow slit so see let me see how big my humongous thing is uh, because that picture you showed uh, as someone who's played D anD D I know what that thing is but my character may not know it's a tiny construct so your humongous or the fly um the fly is the humongous servant oh okay yeah uh let's see. It's a tiny construct. Because if you had a um, a familiar, you can make it just like amp into appearance inside the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us can also turn into bats, I think, and then fly up into the tower. Yeah. So your your fly, which is a tiny creature, seems to be small enough that they're able to squeeze through the arrow slits. Hmm. I've got a grappling hook. Okay, but none of us are small enough to. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe Gopher is small enough to get through narrow slit. <laughs> so, d- does the fly see any opening mechanisms? 
Uh, are you sending the fly in? Uh, yes, I will send the fly in. All right. On the first floor, the fly sees an open room. There's a ladder affixed to the back wall that leads up to the floor above. All right. Um, what is the... I no, mean, I don't have telepathy with a humongous servant. It doesn't it doesn't speak. So I, we've done it before where it gives hand signals. <laughs> so I just want to you know play as raw as possible here. <laughs> sure. Uh, right. Understands the language you speaks, but... I don't believe it speaks, but uh, usually gives us hand signals. Um, I guess the fly would uh, continue uh, exploring the room, uh, the the go upstairs, and then would fly back and shake his head no that nothing was in there if there's nothing in there. Yeah, so the fly goes to uh, ascend to the next floor and finds that the ladder leads to a trap door. Mm. Sounds useful. All right. Um, let's see. This is, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. What do I have here? What do I have here? He's looking. Is this anything? This additional, the one thing that doesn't seem to be uniform. Looks almost like a basin or something on the corner. That's just part of the flavor. So that um, that part of the the tower is uh, it would be stairs, but um, I think it's a trap door actually for this to the floor below. Um, if you reference the picture, the the arrow slits are basically on the first floor. There's a trap door up to the second floor, um, and then uh, so yeah, there, there's that's 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 not really there we're gonna we're gonna that's that's like a a way down to the floor below but you can't really make it up well i wouldn't be able to see it i assume then correct that's not something that overhangs yep yep yeah there's no did anybody go up and see if there was a roof there's no maps for this chapter so this is all uh stuff i was able to find or make (laughs) mm-hmm Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm right. just gonna knock on the door. <sighs> or, yeah, uh, I don't think I can get the trap door open. There's a front door. I'm gonna knock on it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Ro- Rocka tried know? knocking on it earlier, but but no answer. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Roger can certainly try again. They're writing a hands plate, an iris scanner, or is it just <laughs> a door with no handle? Or we could just try lifting it up really hard. Yeah, it, it looks like uh, a door with no handle. Gopherd rolled an investigation check earlier. Uh, we're we're going to cut to that real quick. So Gopher actually examined the, the front door and found that there was uh, no... Let me look at the picture again, just to make sure. Yep. So uh, there's no uh, panels, switches, knobs, handles, levers, uh and am I missing any control surfaces? Uh, Hi, it's going to be magic dark. Yeah, right. That, that's what Rock is thinking. She can. She'd like to cast um, her detect magic just at will, and and just take a look at the door too to confirm. Yeah. So you cast detect magic, and Raka is looking at this thing, and the whole thing is glowing. Ooh, uh, all of this door is glowing with magic. Um, and I, I. Th- 
think it would probably be transmutation magic. This door is not what it seems. I'm going to wave my hands at the door and make some mumbo jumbo and uh, wiggle my fingers and everyone would see the door open. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, you did it. Incredible. That was gopher. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that was Gopher. I'm sorry. <laughs> I misheard. <laughs> gopher. Incredible talent. Um, Roger will believe that the door is now open and will walk into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Roger. All right. You slam into the door. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, my nose. My nose. My nose. Okay. The image goes away. The, uh, obviously, my, my, my fly can't get into the can't open a trap door. Well, I don't know if it could open a trap door. But my fly hasn't tried to open a trap door yet. Can you cast uh, on it? Hmm? Have I cast what on it? Are you allowed to cast um, spells through your homunculus? Uh, I could. I do have not knock? have... Uh, I mm, guess who doesn't have knock? Ah, okay. That's, a, that's like one of those utility spells that someone should have, though. I will be getting that. <laughs> mm. It's like one of those basic ones, like, like, dis- like you know, dispel magic or uh, counter spell. Like those things are the ones you need. And of course, I don't have it. I'm sure I could, I could have it. Well, I'm a utility caster. I feel guilty. Mm, all right. Um, Maybe we can explode the door. Um, I mean, that is an option. But has anybody looked at the roof yet? I was trying to get up there. The fly fly went up there and fineraled to a full kind of all the way around, just looking as it goes, looking for anything else. I'm going to throw my grappling hook at the window slit. All right. You you have some purchase about halfway up the tower. Uh, Do I have to roll anything or did it just work? Uh. I think this is easy enough for. I mean, this this is not Gopher's first throwing a grappling hook, so not at all. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's easy enough. All right, cool. I'm gonna climb up and look in. Yeah. Uh, to okay, so the arrow slits look into the first floor. So you climb up. Go ahead and give me a perception check, looking in through these arrow slits. Yeah, so looking into the first floor, you see the the ladder to the trapdoor above. You see the you might fly like running into the trapdoor trying to get through. Yep, <laughs> yep. And then what what you see that the fly missed was a pile of bones and moldering clothes lying in the corner. Okay, I'll use Mage Hand to slowly take each of those pieces of debris out and drop them on the ground, and then I'm going to use Mage Hand to try to open the trapdoor. All right, so uh, you slowly extract a pile of humanoid remains and ragged clothes. Don't need this anymore. And (laughs) Yeah, so I think you're probably on the cliff side. You can probably just like toss them over the cliff. All right. And they descend into darkness and disappear. Um, you also extract uh, two empty potion bottles. Ah, well, I'll keep those in my little backpack then. As well as a potion that is not empty. Oh, 
Do I know what it is? You know it's a potion. Okay. Can I open up the uh, trap door with the mage hand, or does it, is it locked? Uh, it says it's a trap door. Um, you know... Let's let's just say you're you're able to kind of like rattle the trap door, but I I think uh, Mage Hand with a five or ten pound lift capacity isn't able to open it. Okay, but I, like, did it was I able to unlock it or was it locked? Could I tell? It didn't seem to be locked. It just seemed to be okay. closed. All right. Anyone else got any ideas? I have one, but it's sort of you know a Roger yeah. solution. <laughs> gonna fireball it <laughs> well close uh i'm waiting to make sure nobody else has any other ideas before i i do it no objection here anybody anybody have a better idea no no Please, somebody say you have a better idea no. <sighs> okay my, my, my fly is gonna fly roger's gonna take a few steps back and has disintegrate on the door. All right. You expend the spell slot. There is a terrible shrieking and rending sound as nothing happens. But around oh. the door, around the door, the ground disintegrates. <laughs> so can we go around the door then? The tower is intact. It's just the ground that the tower is on. There's like a divot in front of it now. Oh. Um, red faction fly, right? Don't we have any? Don't we have any people that can float and just go to the top of the tower? Yeah, I can fly. I can cast fly on someone if someone wants it. We levitate up there. Uh, let's see. I think. Hey, I'm already halfway up. Vigor, Mm -hmm. give me an intelligence check. Intelligence, just a straight up intelligence. Sure. Yeah. All right. And and Raka, you had oh, cast uh wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I have a plus seven on an no plus four on intelligence and I rolled a seven. Raka, did I mean, you know if you had said investigation or arcana, that might have been a little bit better. I mean e- sure, either either one of those would have worked too. But Raka, did you share that the entire uh tower was magical? Oh, the whole tower? I just heard the door. I may have missed that. But if I if that's what I saw, I I was trying to share that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's sorry. It's the whole tower, the entire thing. Okay. Interesting. See, I figured because disintegrate takes down like magical barriers and stuff, something would have happened. Why not? Uh, Roger, give me an arcana. And actually, uh, Roger and anybody who's proficient in arcana, give me an arcana check. Mm-hmm. And does anyone have dispel magic? I wonder if that. Yes, I. Yeah, I, I have dispel magic too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding back here. <laughs> All right. So, seeing the disintegrate spell go off, what, hearing from Raka that the entire thing is magical, and seeing the effects, uh, Vigorn, uh, we're gonna call your attention to uh, the middle of this uh, block of text where it says a disintegrated creature and everything it is wearing and carrying except magic items are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. So you've seen this kind of thing with certain magical creations and objects and things that are very powerful magic. 
see my logic there was I know disintegrate can go through like a wall of force or you know other things like that. So I thought maybe it would take down the, the barrier, but yeah, if the whole thing is magical, I guess that explains why the few like feet in front of the door also the ground just went poof. Yeah. But Vigorn, with that 22 Arcana check, you would also know that if this tower, this structure is magical, then you may be able to identify its properties and, and how it can be uh, leveraged. Work your magic, Vigorn. Yep, 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 yep. All right. <sighs> All right. As a player, I know what this thing is. Uh, but, uh. Mm. Do you have identify Vigorn, or what are you looking right for right now? Yeah, I'm looking through my things. Um, DM was hinting at us trying to identify its properties. Yeah, uh, I, I have dispel magic, but I don't think that's going to work. I can certainly try. Well, we, need, it, we need identify. Yeah. Dispel identify. Yeah, I don't have that. Or just sit and take a short rest with your hand on the tower. <laughs> Does anyone else have identified? <laughs> nope. Or a scroll. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I think. Um, I wonder. I'm trying to remember. I thought we ran across that in um, a previous adventure, one of the previous chapters. I got a potion of fire breath, potion of healing, potion of psychic resistance, and a potion of gaseous form and protection. I've got gaseous form. That's true. We could all just turn into gas and just creep in. <laughs> the window. I'm yeah. doing it. While I'm up on the rope, I'm going to go ahead and chug my gaseous form. Me too. Wow. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. When you drink it, it turns out. Okay. That's sure I didn't well work. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. As soon as Raka goes in, she's going to end the effect. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm going to stay gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roger just standing outside looking at the hole he made in the ground trying to figure out what went wrong. Does, does Raka see any opening devices on the interior? Uh, on the inside. So here's here's the thing. Uh, so you go in, you <laughs> you remove the effects, and inside you see the same thing uh, that Gopher found previously. Um, less the human remains because those have been removed. So you are uh, at the the bottom of this tower. Uh, it looking around, it looks kind of dusty, like you know, uh, under dark dust and stuff. Debris has has blown in the. The arrow slits, but that's about it. Looking up, you see the trap door. There's nothing else on the floor. Everyone needs to turn into smoke and come through the window. I would if I could, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> well, can you open that trap door and see what's in there? 
Oh, good call. Rocco. Well, can I slide through the trap door before she opens it to get a look? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I kept my form. I want to keep, I want to search. I'll, I'll push it open slightly as I see your form going towards it. I'm just worried it's trapped. All right. I mean, um, it is a trap door. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, so uh, Raka is able to push the door open. It's a pretty heavy door. Pretty, seems pretty hefty, even for like Raka's open plenty of doors and even trap doors. And this one seems heavier than normal, but you're able to, you know, uh, open it up a little bit and go for uh, flies into and gaseous form that second level. And on the second floor, you see uh gopher that uh, there's a ladder fixed to one wall that climbs up to a trap door on the ceiling. I'm going to drift through the other trap door because it's not airtight. You can see that the trap door up there is closed. And on this one, it, it also appears to be uh airtight and magic. Okay. Well, all right, let's, let's say it because it doesn't specify that it is closed and you can tell that it seems shut like the door is. Okay. Like the front door. The the first floor uh trap door, you know, didn't seem to be locked or anything, but this one you just you get the sense that it's closed. Hmm. I'm going to do the Winnie the Pooh think 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 think. <laughs> I think we're all doing that right now. Just tapping my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Roger put his hand on the front door and say, "Open. Please open." Open for me, please. Open to me. But now, friend. Yeah, that goes on for some time. Um, Can Raka open it from the <laughs> from the inside? So, Raka, you are uh, inside this tower. No more gaseous form. And right. there's no panels or handles or anything else on the inside. Uh, if she, if she swings her axe at the door, does anything happen? Uh, is your axe magical? Yes. Um, there is a very loud clanging sound, mm. but neither the tower or your axe looks harmed. Okay. Um, idea what to do. It's an airtight magic lock. What? I know. Uh, Raka's going to go back to the uh, ladder and just peek her head onto the second floor and just see if she sees any anything living, anything yeah. dangerous. So hefting up that trap door, um, heavy even for Raka. You you look in, um, you see like a kind of uh, gaseous uh, shape uh, that you suspect is uh, your your party member. Uh, looking around, you eh, give me a give me a perception check. All right. As you are looking around. Ooh. Um, seems pretty dark. <laughs> Rocco will just rush over to her gaseous form partner and try to push on the trap door. Oh, I uh, I actually have uh, some stuff for this. So um, ignore the uh, the furnishings. It's just a plain old tower with uh, you know some dust. And that's about it. Uh, and Gopher would be here too. Oh, I feel so alone. <laughs> Robert just wants to try to get some sort of way out so others can get in. So she's yeah, she wants to focus on that trapdoor. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so Raka lived out her days uh, on the side <laughs> of the <store. laughs> Um I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, there's a potion of gaseous form. I could have sworn that there was some spell scrolls in one of these chapters that we came across. Um, looking through Victoria's logs. We did get spell scrolls, but I don't, I don't know if they were identified specifically, if that's the one you're talking about. They, they had specific spells tied to them. Uh, there was a spell book. Fantastic. That had identify that we uh, came across. I can tell you what chapter that was in. One second. Wait, can you cast out of it? Does anyone have the ability to cast that? Nope. Ah! <laughs> yeah, only a wizard can uh, use um, identify, right? I mean, uh, can you use a uh, spell book, right? Yeah. We don't have any wizards in our party. Oh, man, that might be the reason to take a, a level in wizard. Yeah. Uh, I've been about it. Two to get a, a school. Yeah. Oh, I might do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of uh, wow. Uh, in the Pudding King chapter, there was a spell book that had a, a lot of spells in it. Sure. But uh, <laughs> none of us are wizards, so we're like, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Found a well and tossed down the well. Eh, don't need that. <laughs> Roger's just been using his as a coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, you can't use it either. <laughs> nope, I probably can't even read it. Yeah. Well, one person actually, hmm, it's technically a magic item for Adventures League purposes. So I guess everyone has, I don't know. It used to, it used to not duplicate, but I, I don't know how spellbooks. Were it's so weird to even think of items being duplicated for other players, just for all the years that I played where everyone had to like <laughs> roll well, for it. I didn't, I didn't even know this, but I have identify. Fenner to the rescue. First level. (laughs) All right. So Fenner, (laughs) after a couple of hours later, after everyone's like, you know, scrolling through everything, going, do I have anything worthwhile in here? (laughs) Roger's now throwing bits of mushroom through the arrow slit at uh, Raka inside. Uh, Sorry, go for used a consumable that lasts for an hour. So we'll say a couple of minutes later, that feels like hours. You just see Roger like banging his head on the door like repeatedly. Dink, dink, dink. Open, bud. Open, bud. Open, bud. <laughs> All right. And then Fenner remembers, oh, yeah, I can identify. You cast the spell. Uh, Fenner, you are able to identify. Let me uh, edit this. Um, okay. Hold on. I'll, 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 I'll let me leave that as everyone. Oh, where'd he go? Hmm. Ah, here we go. Okay, okay. So, uh, Fenner, you identify it as uh, this thing, and I can't. Uh, are you able to scroll down to a folder called Magic Items? Where Where am I looking? Uh, in the journal in roll 20. Uh, journal. Uh, do, 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 do. Which one's the journal? The book. Uh, I'm going to just do that. Looks like a newspaper. 
I see Darren's instant fortress. There you go. All right. So you identify it as this thing. Your, your, your mind fills with the knowledge that the identify spell gives you. And, and you identify it as this sort of thing. It's not a, it's not a tower. It's an item. That's why disintegrate didn't work. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I figured that out when we, he reminded us of the whole thing, load and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fenner, you also learn as a part of the identify spell, uh, two things. Uh, and I'm going to whisper them to you. <laughs> you learn that the tower really, really likes chocolate sundaes and your mom isn't really your mom. <gasps> oh, <my laughs> <Italy> gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Took a turn. So reading the, oh the uh, does, does everybody did everybody see this Darren's instant fortress or is this just me? That is, that's just that's you. Me? Okay. Um, all right. I am. Uh, I'm going to call up through the window <clears throat> to go for into Raka and and say, all right, gang, you're going to have to hold on for a second. Uh, everybody just kind of stand still. And I will. uh walk around to the front and place my hand on the door and put my forehead against it. Listen for a second. Well, here goes nothing. Mimsy. All right. There is a, uh, metal on metal shrieking sound as the door rumbles upwards. <laughs> I was right. It was an entry word. <laughs> And Fenner will go into the uh, into the building uh, for Raka and uh, nice is... and go for and climb up to the second floor where everybody is and will repeat Mimsy at the uh, at the uh, the trap door above us that goes up to the third level. All right, sure. Uh, we'll we'll get to that. So you you enter the first floor. There's the first ladder. You climb up through the trap door. Um, you all arrive down here. Hopefully, everyone can see the tower. Um, and uh, yeah, you have uh, you've arrived at the second floor. Looking up the ladder, you can see the uh, the trap door at the top. Um, but as you're looking up to it, is everyone where they would like to be? <laughs> In <laughs> fireball formation, yes. Yeah. Um. I I know I was probably directly underneath the trap door in that general area. Where was the trap? The trap. Everybody's moving around. Pinner uh, usually is hugging a wall somewhere, so I'd be over here. So these uh, these kind of structures, and the thing you identified before on the top of the tower, that's typically depicted as like a stairwell. Um, but there's, there's just the, the, the ladders here for this tower. So this, this would be like the ladder leading up to the top. Okay. All right. Very good. So as you're there, you've gathered up, there's kind of a a moment of like, all right, the gang's all here. And then you hear, let me see what I've got for. All right, nothing, nothing that's quite good enough, but uh, we'll we'll have to we'll just go with this. Act 
You hear whispering kind of nearby, and as you turn and look, you see several creatures apparating uh, around you. Uh, oh, wait. No, I shouldn't do that. And we'll do that. And everybody roll for initiative. Yay. <laughs> So I'm going to copy you, and I'm going to copy you. Oh, didn't get a copy. There we go. All right, so... That sounds about right. Nice. All right. I'll get rid of that. Uh, and then sort. So we've got Rocker, Roger, Vigor, and Fenner. We are missing Gopher. Gopher needs to make sure to select... The gopher token. <laughs> and then click initiative on DD Beyond. Is Gopher here? Uh oh. There's uh there's there's our problem. <laughs> All right. Uh Gopher, I guess, is is a bit surprised. So we're gonna do add term just so he's in the initiative. Sorry about that. Hey, <laughs> there we go. You can you can select your token and roll, and it will hopefully update the uh, the roll. In the all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Nice. Okay. Um. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Nice. That's that's pretty good. So Raka, these things apparate. You are surprised. Hmm. Roger, surprised. <laughs> Gopher, surprised. And these guys go. Uh, these guys are going to. Let's see. Oh. Okay. Uh, how many of these guys do we have? Okay, just the two. Good, good, good. All right, so um, they are going to... This one popped up by Roger, and I feel kind of bad about this, but it's also kind of, you know, just the way it goes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is going to take two attacks at Roger. Um, oh, uh, the, the turn order, we're all out of order here. Um... Unless it's just me. We were surprised. So oh, none okay. of the we were surprised. Never mind then. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So we skipped some turns because mm-hmm. uh, the party surprised. So these guys are taking two attacks at. Uh, oh, this is getting sent to me. They are not at advantage. Um, so a twenty-six to hit Roger. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna splatter me. Okay. <laughs> so is Roger immune to necrotic damage? Roger is immune to nothing. All right, roll a D4 for me, please. Uh, you're going to take uh, 10 piercing, 10 necrotic. All right, very good. So 20 damage total for the first attack, and your strength score is reduced by one. And then Roger's AC is 16. So the second attack was not at advantage. So the, uh, the second attack uh, will miss. So that was the first shadow creature by Roger. The second one has a choice of two, three, no, two. 
Um, so we'll roll a D2. One is going to be Gopher to... Okay, it's Gopher. Uh, Gopher, this one's going to attack you. It's going to do multi-attack. Uh, one critical miss, a 23 to hit. Gopher. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. AC 18, so it looks like that hits. So that's going to be 18. Well, so is Gopher immune to necrotic damage? I don't think so. Right? Is that a what? Uh, yeah. Okay. So 18 mm -hmm. damage. And then oh. roll a D4 for me, please. All right. 18 damage. 18 damage. Yep. Mm -hmm. Roll a D4. Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. So your strength core is reduced by three, which means your actual attribute score where it says uh, like strength. I don't know if it's eight or, you know, whatever you all did for your strength score, but it is now three less. Let me go adjust that. All right. Same for Roger. So that was the shadow assassins turn. Uh, Vigorn is surprised. Fenner is surprised. Uh, now it is the shadow demons turn. We are at the end of the turn order. The party is no longer surprised. So you didn't get your turns, but you do still have your reactions. Uh, okay. So this one is going to, uh, we're actually going to move these guys around a little bit. So that one's going to go, go for this one's going to go for, um, and then, hmm. um, you know, this one's going to go. Oh, for shoot. Yeah, these these two are gonna go for Rakta, I think. Um, all right, so this one is trying to hit Vigorn. Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I just remembered for the first time in the game that I took Sentinel, <laughs> so like, <laughs> I I could have been making reaction attacks. <laughs> um, so this one did hit Gopher, uh, and that is a creature within five feet within you. Gopher, do and you have? Cool. Do you have Sentinel? Do not. Okay, so uh, Raka, go ahead and make a, a strike against the Shadow Assassin. No, All right. Ooh, that will hit. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yes, it will take that. Not great. Um, okay, okay. All right. Uh, of course, Vigorn runs away just as this one is about to hit him. Uh, so we'll skip down to this one hitting uh, Fenner. Is going to be, uh, this one is set to, uh, let's see, need to set you to vintage toggle, whiskey toggle, auto roll. Uh, okay. And now I should be able to, there we go, public and normal. So it was a 19 to hit center. Missed. Missed. All right. No damage to roll then. Uh, these guys only get one attack. Um, so for Raka, we're going to roll two. Let's see, shadow. These folks. No. A 15 is going to miss. And then a 14 is going to miss. And then on Vigorn. Ooh, a 21 to hit Vigorn. That's uh, going to miss me. I believe I'm a 22. Oh, update your name and roll 20. Oh, jeez, um, yes. Yep, but okay. All right, good, good, good. Uh, let's see. So that was one on Fenrir, two on Raka, one on Vigorn. That was everybody. Top of the round, Raka, it is your turn. Okay. Um, so first thing I'll do. I'm, I'm sorry, Raka. So at the end of, <laughs> I forgot. So these guys are in dim light or darkness here. Does anybody have a lit light source? No. 
Not Sounds since I got the robe. Sounds like a no. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about Fenner's uh Fenner, did you take that sword that glows? Oh, yeah. I did the uh, the uh sunblade. I don't have it equipped, but I have it. Oh, okay. In, gotcha. in, a, sca- in a scabbard. So when it gets to my turn, I can draw it. Okay. So um it sounds like they are in darkness then, in which case at the end of their turns. Um, they are going to, uh, try to, uh, do some things. Mm-hmm. And then these folks, I think there's only two of them. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So let's see. Passive perceptions across the party. 16 mm-hmm. Fenner, 17 is your passive perception. That's uh, perception 17. Okay. Okay. So Fenner, uh, let's see. That was uh, these guys. We will say do uh, this one next to you marked with red uh, right here. Uh, tried to like fade into the shadows with the rest of them. Uh, but you saw where this one kind of like faded back to. It was close enough that you were able to see it. Okay. All right. And sorry about interrupting Rocket. Now it's your turn. Oh, all good. Uh, so did it, did any of the other ones disappear? All of them. Uh, all of them did. Yeah. For, especially for Rocket's passive perception of 13. So it would be an action to make an active perception check to try to find. Them. Uh, okay. Hmm. Uh, but I'm assuming I could still kind of swing at disadvantage if I want to just stab at the dark. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Um, so you had a rough idea of where they were. Um, so yeah, at, at disadvantage, I think would be fine. Okay. All right. First thing I'll do if Gopher is willing, I'll do a quick bait and switch and give you a little extra AC Gopher. Oh, yes. That's not bad. All right. So let me roll my D10. Uh, I'm I'm D10s now instead of D8s. Oh, and you get an extra 10 AC for uh, until I think it's my next turn. Let's see until the start of my next turn. Yeah. All right. And then I, uh, so we'll have to switch spots here. If you, if you go down a spot. Cool. All right. And then I'll just, Try to take a, a swing at the one next to me, where where I think there was one next to me. Sure, go for it. At disadvantage. And I don't know if 15. you're if you're um, reckless. Oh, I do not have reckless. Oh, Just okay. master. Gotcha. Um, all right, so a fifteen. Their AC is fourteen, so that'll hit. Nice. Okay. 13 slashing. Got it. Okay, and I will try one more time. Ooh, a 12 will miss. Ooh, all right. With the first hit, it hisses and kind of like withdraws into the shadows even more. Okay. All right, and uh, I think I'll hold it there. That's it for me. Um, okay. Got music playing. I don't know. I've DM'd before. I totally remember all the things. Uh, Roger, it's your turn. All right. Roger 
can't really see any of these things, but uh, he remembers that there was a bunch to his south, so he's going to actually take a uh, step to the left here, or right, and, yep. and then he's going to take a huff and a puff and uh, <laughs> on a cold. He's going to try and hit everything south and west of him. Nice. All right, so that'll be one shadow assassin and then two of these shadow demons. So that is a con save. <laughs> Which I'm sure ghosts are great at. So Edge they are. Ghost one is, and then it is, it was these three creatures down here, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the three down there. And then uh, one, two. One, two, the DC is 18, so uh, this one did not succeed, is taking 43, 43 divided by 21, 21, not five, we need four, it's time, okay, so so it takes, it seems to resist the damage. Uh, uh, oh, nope, sorry. That one is taking full damage. So we'll take another uh, 43 off that one. Uh, this one uh, is also, it succeeded. It's just taking 21. It passed its save. But you see uh, this guy over here succeeded and does not seem to take as much damage as you would expect. Right. Oh, right. That's not very neighborly of you. Uh, it, it hisses at you in response. Um, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. So, anything else for Audrey? No, no. There's not really a whole lot else I can do. All right. We'll move on to Gopher. Here I am. Here I am. My button wasn't pushing. I'm going. To go ahead and uh, stabity stab. Okay. Which one are you stabity stabbing? You got four uh, of the choose from. Yeah, the one on the right is the one that just got hit, right? Uh, so this one got hit a bit. This one is looking real bad from that clinical. Uh, all right. So this one looks less bad from the clinical. Uh, all right. So the one directly to my left is who I'll be going for. All right. Very good. Mm-hmm. 28 will definitely hit. Uh, you get sneak attack. Roger's right there. Let's see. That will be 29. Is there any extras or, you know, little, little, little things you got onto that? No, I've got a uh, bonus action to stab him with my other weapon. Okay. All right, let's let's see it. Twenty-one will hit. Yep. All right, it is not quite dead, but it is looking like it is getting there. All right, I'm good. That's my turn. All right, very good. We'll move on to uh, these creatures again. 
Which one was it that, that Gopher just hit? Was it this one between him and Roger? Yep. That one right there. Looking okay. real bad. Gotcha. Uh, hissing a lot. It, it seems to be... Uh, let's see. That is one of those. Uh, it's uh, speaking... Actually, it's going to uh, curse a lot in Gopher's mind. It seems seems real, real like real big man, and speaking telepathically to Gopher. If that's okay. Ooh. Ooh. yeah, that's fine. All right, I won't get mad if someone crown of madnesses me into killing a player. <laughs> um, all right, so this shadow assassin is going to try to hit Roger. One, two. There's no try. There's do or do not. Uh, well, it did not, and then it did. Um, so that's going to be 17 damage total, and then I need you to roll a d4. Woohoo! Minus. Utter is. Utter is looking uh, like he can barely stand up anymore. Oof, that's, <laughs> that's not good. All right, and then after its turn, it uh, seems to slip away a little bit, not provoking an attack of opportunity. Uh, we're just going to move it here uh, to the GM layer. Uh, you're not quite sure where it went. Um, okay, so that was that one, and then this one is right by Raka, so we're just gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, it's gonna do. Uh, wow! Wow! Ooh. Wow! Uh, let's see, Raka AC is twenty one, right? Nice. All right. So we're going to stealth and it does the whole, you know, stealths back into the shadows, uh, AKA moves to the GM layer. Um, okay. So that was them. Vigorn it's your turn. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to do something that, uh, uh, is rather odd. That. Uh, and some lights. Right. So I will toss some lights in here. Oh, this is going to be a little bright, everybody. <laughs> uh, so dancing lights. These are, it's basically, it is lit in here, but it is not sunlight. Is that correct? It is. Um, Move the lights as bonus action. Move the lights up to 60 feet to a new spot. Uh, must be within 20 feet of each other. Created by this one. Light winks out if it isn't. So what was your question? Uh, it is not sunlight. No, it is not sunlight. Right. Uh, it is just light. Very good. All right. So we've got uh, okay. four torches on the board there now. Uh, it is no longer uh, dark or dim in here. It is quite bright. Mm -hmm. uh, your eyes are adjusting. Let me take a look at there. Mm. So this is bright light. So it is not sunlight, mm -hmm. but, but it is bright light. Mm -hmm. um, so you can... Hmm. So rules wise, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we're, we're gonna say we're gonna say they all come back just for simplicity's sake. <laughs> um, you're able to see they, they were they were gonna come back on the next turn anyway. For for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but uh, you see as the bright lights suddenly like strobe to light and light up the room, uh, everybody's hissing and looks r- like if they were big mad before, they look real big mad. <laughs> uh, anything else for Vigor? Uh, bonus action. Um, uh, my thing is going to hit the thing that's close to me. Um, and uh, it will use its. Uh, is that this one? Uh, sorry, I was on the other tab. Uh, this one, if at all possible. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, I will use Force Ballista. Okay. Uh, all right. I will uh, do the spell attack. 22. That will hit. All right. And I will um, roll the damage as soon as I can get down here. Oh, wrong. Too far, too far, too far. Right. Uh, 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 that's seven points of. Uh, oh, I rolled the wrong thing. I <laughs> rolled the protection cannon. Whoops. Uh, not that. It is uh, 16 points of. Uh, force damage and uh, that's my turn alright nice we'll move on to Fenner I'll reach down to my waist and pull up just a hilt and bonus action sunblade alright so the the hilt Flares uh, with sunlight, uh, creating 15-foot radius of bright and then dim for another 15. So basically everybody other than the person north of Vigorn is in, is, in, is in full bright light. And the one above Vigorn is just in dim. The important right. thing here is it's not just bright light, it's sunlight. sunlight. Yes. Yeah. So if they were very big mad for being in bright light, they are really <laughs> very big mad about being now in bright sunlight. Yeah. And, and they look oh yeah, they look afraid of the weapon in your hands, Fenner. Uh and since they are, I'm gonna take a swing at the one that is already pretty damaged. Alright. Ooh, alright. Uh are you swinging that one or two handed? Uh one handed. Alright. Um because I'm holding a shield, I have to do it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Makes sense. So that is these guys. So uh, one-handed, they seem to be vulnerable to this kind of damage. And with even just five damage for the first hit, uh, it doubles to ten, which is exactly enough to kill this one. And it dissipates in like a a crumble of dust in a a shriek that uh, is kind of hard to hear and listen to. Oh, a Buffy the Vampire vampire death <laughs> yes exactly um and then second attack i'll go to the one with the red dot Alrighty. righty 25 will definitely hit i'm seeing two oh bottom because- numbers is it all added up for you so it'd be twelve for one-handed. Oh, the the extra radiant against uh, undead. 
And they are, this one is a shadow demon. It is. Mm. So this one is not unfortunately undead, but it is vulnerable to the radiant damage. So it'll be okay. eight, eight damage total. Okay. Yep. And with that one, I will also, my, my cloak of yellow jackets will reach out and give it a little extra slap for, uh, for good measure. Okay. And what kind of, like, what type of damage is that? Piercing. Piercing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it's They're yellow jackets. It has to be piercing damage, right? <laughs> it's magical piercing, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it will take three. We'll say it's magical. Sure. Uh, it's coming from a class feature. Um, we'll say it takes three. Anything else for Fenner? Uh, bonus. I, I can't move without opportunity attack. So yeah, that's it. This is true. All right. We'll move on to, uh, these, uh, shadow demon boys. Um, so this one's going to try to hit Vigorn. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Let me look up something real quick. Because the the token is a bit messed up here. Yeah, I can uh, see it. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you seeing the hit points, I, I don't think is a big deal. It's the... Um, damage or yeah so all right let's do this you see where it says uh six psychic plus 15 psychic it is Mm -hmm. it is not both of those together it is just the first one the second one is it would be that uh if it if it had advantage so that's a miss anyways but we're, we're just going with that first number from these guys okay um, so that is a miss on Vigorn. These guys only get one attack. Uh, oh, and it would be at disadvantage anyways, because they are in bright light and mm-hmm. they are also in sunlight. Uh, okay, so that one was that on Vigorn. This one's going to try to hit Gopher at disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> oh, but Gover should still have plus 10 to AC. Oh, no. Yeah, I got plus 10 to my AC okay. still. That's good, but a crit is a crit. Oh, you yeah, a crit. Disadvantage, <laughs> a double crit. Oh, man. Well, is it a double crit? It is a double crit. It is two 25s, uh, two natural 20s on the die roll. Wow. wow. Mm. That's, but that's, I thought that wasn't it. Is it two attacks or an advantage? Hit? It, it is at disadvantage, which means it should be the lower, but they are both crits, natural <laughs> 20s on the die. Amazing. Well, yeah, but do I have to take two crits? No, no, you are only no, taking just one. one. Okay. It, like there's like this yeah. thing, this thing, despite the sunlight damage, go for something, something about gopher, despite the sunlight damage, <laughs> despite being in the sunlight. And it's like, as it's flying towards you, you can see that it's like burning and shriveling, shriveling a little bit just for, just for flavor as it like reaches out towards gopher and just viciously strikes gopher. That's okay. going to be 18 psychic damage to gopher. 
I'm going to use my fade away, which says once per short rest, immediately after you take damage, you can use a reaction to magically become invisible until the end of your next turn or until you attack, deal damage, or force someone to make a saving throw. Nice. So I will become invisible. All right. Let's add uh, the little uh, ninja token to you. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. until uh, what point? Uh, I just read it. Yeah. Um, sorry. I mean, I just clicked away. Um, until the end of your next turn or until you attack, deal damage, or force someone to make a saving throw. Okay. So it's it's regular invisibility, though. Gotcha. I think so. All right. But you are still invisible. So it strikes you and go for like fades away and disappears. You all maybe, you know, don't don't know what happened. But this thing, you can see it looks confused as it kind of looks around um, and uh, is. uh, uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, so that was its turn. So that was that uh, Fenner. Uh, let's do at disadvantage and attack on Fenner 19. Pretty sure it's going to miss. Yes, it does. All right. And then, so that was one, two. Oh, the fourth one died. So that was all of their turns. Rocket is your turn. All right. Um, Raka is going to say, uh, why don't you squeeze over here? And if Roger's cool with it, uh, switch places with him and try another addition to some AC here with bait and switch. Uh, I'd really rather not. No problem. (laughs) All right. Then Raka is going to take some more swings at the, um, creature she fought earlier. I think that's that one. And is with her bonus action going to Hexblade's curse at first. And take some That was was which one? Uh, This one, one, top right. Gotcha. So it is hexed. Uh, or right. cursed. It is cursed. Uh, yep, cursed. Yep. And I'll take some swings here. Oh, Ooh. awful. Uh, 17 will hit. Very good. Uh, let's see. Okay, 12 damage. And I, th- and I get a plus... Is it a plus four? Yes, plus four extra points from the hex. And uh, just because I can, I'm just going to action surge and try one more time. Ooh, okay. Ooh, 12. A 12 and a 13. Oh, 13 will miss. Awful. <laughs> and Raka <laughs> swinging wildly and just missing constantly will we'll end there. Yeah, they're kind of shrinking back away from the sunlight, so it's it's hard to get like a good angle on them. Um, all right, so we'll move to Roger. Yes, Roger is going to twin spell and call out, Hey, you mean poopy head assassin jerks, dodge this. And that'll go to the one southwest. And uh, then, to the, yep. All right. That will hit for 19. And it Radiant. is, uh, ooh, Radiant Shadow Assassin. Uh, so has disadvantage on that, but also is radiant. So that is 38 points. If it is 38, that is, yep. So we'll take another 19 off looking real bad and it's glowing. Uh, 
one. And the one northeast. Uh, northeast. All right. That will hit. That is 30. All right. Uh, oh, and it is also going. Yep. There you go, Raka. Better luck next time. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Roger? Uh, no, I will just cower in fear. All right. And, but in sunlight, um, <laughs> go for your turn. You're in. Um, yes, I am. Uh, which one of these guys is the least messed up? Um, do, 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 it would be this guy. All right. Um, and does sleep affect everyone in the 20 feet or is it targets within 20 feet? Uh, post the spell. I think it is everyone. Uh, yeah, I think it is. So and if that's the case, then let's not do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll mind whip the... Uh, I'll mind whip that guy that's healthiest. Okay. All right. So you cast the spell no longer invisible. It needs to make an intelligence save. That is one of these guys. They are surprisingly uh, intelligent, not a disadvantage, but still a three. Still a failure. So that's 12, I think. Um, let's see. Psychic, psychic, psychic. Oh, yeah, it takes all that. Um, all right, so 12 psychic damage. Anything else for Gopher? Uh, yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action to attack the guy to the right of me. Um, so, or sorry, to the bottom left. So the bonus action is only if you take the attack action on your turn, unless you have a class feature otherwise. Oh. Yep, yep. Oh. Because uh, it's two up and fighting, right? I'm pretty sure if you read it, it says when you take the attack action on your turn. Yes, it does. And you can. Yep. Step All right. Up. Well, then uh, bonus action. Um, I suppose. Uh, disengage. <laughs> and uh, get between. Uh, yeah, I'll just move up one. Um, no, I can't because I can't get through Raka, can I? You can move through Raka's space, but it is difficult terrain, basically. All right. So I'll be where the fly is. Uh, okay. You cannot end your turn in an ally square. So you could you can move through them. You have enough movement speed to like make it up to like uh, be squeezing up here basically against the walls, but okay. there's as long as I can squeeze against the wall, I'll be right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there okay. are rules about squeezing though, which may be uh, disadvantages, uh, little, uh, disadvantageous to you. Well, forget it. I'll just, uh, I'll just move to here and that'll be it. Okay. And my turn. Uh, you can't move there. Cause rock is there. I'm not standing on Raka. Uh, you might need to refresh, or maybe I do. Uh, okay, that's I'll refresh here. 
that's yeah there's, there's not a good a lot of good options for for moving to down here where you only are beside one beside me to the right with disengage and that actually would give me a little bit of room for maneuvering if table talk is if that's not too much table talk um I'm sure that Gopher can tell. Sorry, I'm still reloading. I'm sure that Gopher can tell, like, where. Oh, yeah. Oh, there really isn't anywhere to move to. Never mind. Because I'll incur an attack of opportunity if I try to move left. So. Well, if you disengage, you're fine, but um, there's not really any good places to end your turn. Yeah. No, I'm I'm good right yeah, here. Instead if, if, of you go, if you go down into the right one, at least you only have one there. of those things that can get to you. And I'm blocking you from another. So you can only potentially be attacked on a turn by one enemy if you move down into the right. Well, I'm just going to hide. Okay, so you go to hide in this mostly empty room that is very, very brightly lit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's nowhere to hide. All right. <laughs> I mean, even that made more sense than trying to move. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, I, there's just nothing to work with here. Like, it's a it's a completely blank room. Um, yeah. All right. Just move on. <laughs> all right. The Shadow Assassins... Um, uh, this one is, um, you know, Fenner's got the Sunblade, so it's, it's real big, very, very real big mad about the Sunblade. So it's going to move up and try to hit Fenner. Um, let's see when it is in sunlight disadvantage. So we'll do that. So it's going to try to hit twice a disadvantage, one a critical failure, one a um, so that is a fail. This one's going to try to hit Raka. Also disadvantage. Boom. Uh, critical fail and a 20. No, miss. Nice. All right. So that was their turn. Uh, angrily hissing and screaming. Uh, Vigor. All right. The guy north to me. Yep. I look at him mm-hmm. and I peel a star that is on my my robe of stars, which you all just notice I have. Uh, I don't know if any of you commented on it on our journey. It looks like a very nice robe. <laughs> uh, and uh, he picked this up from uh, Service Awards uh, in the astral plane somewhere. And uh, let's see, how many times do I have to roll this thing? I think I have to roll it seven times. <laughs> uh, you just want to do uh, five times uh, seven for, on a fifth level magic missile spell on the guy in the north? Uh, yeah, that's the way it works. So Okay. So 35 damage. Yes. And then uh, my goofy little dude uh, will fire his... Uh, his... Uh, his... Um, thing there uh, with a 15 i don't know if a 15 will, 15 hit. will hit the guy yep. to the north mm-hmm. okay and that does uh, it does uh, 12 points of damage Ooh. it's looking real wounded battered about but still holding together somehow 
Uh, anything I'll else get you mind? next turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fenner. Uh, Fenner will uh, raise the the sunblade high and looking to the heavens say, Soon protect us and guard us from these agents of darkness and will cast spirit guardians at uh, third level. Oh, nice. And are so, you choosing, I think this is one where you can choose necrotic. I, I, yeah. So I'm ignoring all of my companions. So uh, the four that are within 15 feet of me, which are both of the assassins of these two gargoyles, um, on their when they start their turn or enter within 15 feet of me on their turn 3d8 radiant damage on a failed save all right and is fenner good or neutral aligned or evil aligned i am good so it'll be radiant uh half on a successful save against a uh dc 15 all right on their turn uh they will do that uh and that will be end of turn for me so I don't think there's anything else I can do. I can't think of anything else. All right, very good. So on there. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to waste. The, I'm not going to waste a spiritual weapon when <laughs> when I basically have them all in within close proximity. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Disadvantage on attack rolls for these guys, but nothing about saves. Um, so it's a wisdom. It's a so uh, it's wisdom saves from both of them. Yep, understood. DC fifteen. Yeah. For the shadow demons, though, there was. I think the other one has disadvantage. So, I think there's three left. One, two, three. Yep. Well, the one ab- I I don't reach the one above Vigorn. That's twenty feet away. I only, I'm only for these guys. I'm only going to reach the oh, the spirit guardians. Is only going to affect the two right beside me. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, if you count the first two, then they're both going to fail. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So they both fail. Fourteen. Uh, so twenty radiant for the first one. Well, and so they are vulnerable to radiant. So that is forty damage. Okay, so you just roll once and it counted for both? Yep. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 Bruce. All right, so this one's gone. That one is looking real bad. Um, yeah. Is there anywhere you want to move to? Or no, you, it, okay. well, that, that was their turn. It so yeah. their turn. No. Yeah, all right. Yep, Raka, your turn. Okay. Uh, Raka is going to reach... Uh, somewhere in her belongings. Oh, no, no, actually on her finger and uh, say, uh, I haven't tried this before. Um, and uh, also call upon the stars and uh, a star of light comes from the, the ring and is going to create a 15 foot cube. Uh, like right around Right around here. That's fine. That'll still hit everyone. Um, And everyone needs to make a DC 15 for shooting stars. Uh, Dex. Dex save. 
And that was for which effect? Huh? Uh, this uh, shooting stars, the last one at the bottom. Shooting stars. Each creature. Um, okay, so the way I interpret that. Oh, does, does that affect literally everybody? Each creature, yes. Okay, so we're not going to put it there. We're going to put it off to the right. Is that possible with the wall? Will it? Uh, sure. We're going to. We're DM finagle it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Just, oh. deck save for those. So it's one of these. Uh, yes. And then one of these. Ooh. Oh, wait. Uh, for the shadow assassins. Nice. All right. So the shadow assassin does have the sunlight weakness. They have disadvantage on their saving throw when in sunlight. Cool. So All right. That one's going to fail. So uh, not a great roll, but 11 damage for the fail and half damage. So five damage for the save. Well, even even on a success, nice. uh, the that was radiant damage, right? Um, fire damage. Eh, it's fine. Even with fire damage, it's gonna get it. All right, so we'll do that. Anything else for Rackham? I'll take it. Nope. All right, uh, Roger, your turn. There is two left. He's gonna look at the shadow assassin in front of him. <sighs> Let's see. Which is glowing. Which is glowing. Which means it would be a straight roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do the same thing again. And Roger will just be like, you were supposed to be dead already. And when <laughs> spell this again. All righty. Give me two attack um, rolls. I didn't, I didn't actually roll the attack roll. That's oh. annoying. Okay. All right. Uh, I am going to and is it? What is it? I've never actually used this before. Seeking spell. It'll be two more sorcery points. And reroll that. All right. So, what does it look like as your spell misses and then bounces back around the chamber? <laughs> it flies over his shoulder, bounces off the wall, bounces off the next wall, and then just flies back and hits him right in the back of the head. Nice. <laughs> All right, Wait, so for a thirty to hit, uh, thirty is is just just hits. Um, so that is <laughs> what thirty-two radiant damage. Yes. All right. And then the other one's gonna go after the other guy. Uh. Uh, 26 26 will hit. All right. Very good. So with that, the last one dissipates. Uh, Very angry, you know, real big, sad, mad screams uh, and hisses. And we are out of initiative. All right. Does anybody have any spinach? I'm feeling a little weak. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, (laughs) What do you need? And uh, looking back up at that picture earlier of Bugs Bunny with his bicep dangling down, that's about how Roger feels right now. <laughs> uh, I'll uh, 
funeral cast and hand you over 10 good berries. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I really need is something that'll give me my strength back. All right. Let me see what I got here. The reduction lasts until the target finishes a short or long rest. Uh, oh, right. that's a lot less permanent than I was thinking. Yep. I have cure wounds. Anybody else need uh, HP? Because I can uh, give you. Yes, I need. Uh, I need some HPs. Okay. How many HPs do you need? I need thirty-six HP. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, uh, all right. Well, uh, if Roger, if Roger, if Roger doesn't need the, the good berries, there's 10 you can have right there. <laughs> well, I needed them. I was down 30 something hit points. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah. The right. but, uh, well, I will, I will cast, uh, you get 17 HP back. I've got something too. ask your wounds. Everybody gets 20. <laughs> Cure wounds, uh, right? Uh, that just everyone I, uh, the person, the creature I touch. So I just, uh, um, yeah, Vigorn is not like the best at, um, you know, physical touch. He, he probably like, <laughs> he's not like a calm, you know, nice, caring doctor. He's like, oh, let me look at this. <laughs> just kind of starts shaking you and. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 the probably the worst bedside manner you've ever experienced. <laughs> but you have 17 HP now. All right. So I think we'll uh we'll stop there for this session. Yeah. 10:30. Um mm-hmm. no no short hour long rest or it'll be able to be taken since we just did a long rest, but mm-hmm. we all set to continue this encounter next week. Okay. Right, so that's good. Yeah, everybody, everybody got that. You got another twenty HP back, right? Yes, I saw. Oh, mask your wounds. Okay, cool. I think with that, uh, pretty much everyone should be full mm-hmm. uh, between the cure wounds and the mask your wounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roger's still down a few, but it's not a big deal. Somehow, Finner didn't take any damage that. that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all have uh, high AC. I I bumped up their HP, but I didn't change uh, their um, like anything else about them, their AC or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still almost got Roger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Roger's strength score right now is four. Ooh. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. uh, thanks everybody for playing. Cool. We'll we'll pick up next week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah stuff all right all right see you guys later good night night thank you for joining us tonight we hope you enjoyed the game the intro and outro music is titled battle and was created by symbol bird and is licensed under the creative commons license you can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbol bird slash battle music was edited by me see you all next week 